Mitch, Sarah, and Nick here, and we're ready to talk about um, regearing axles on JKs and a Cherokee. We have your extra favorite we want to talk about. Yeah. yeah so, um, my first build was a um, a JKU. So we had my 2011, and what we first decided to do instead of actually um, changing out the axles before we did that, we decided to regear sleeve and lock them. And then we did it in your garage. In my garage. Because yeah. we have a very tiny, well, we did have a very tiny garage yeah. that it was really good at whacking your head in. Yes. yes because the good. beam sat so low. Yeah. You, you, if you were a child, you were fine. Yeah. yeah. Unless you climb something. Yeah. Um, but your garage, stones throw away and... Uh, heated. Because it was winter time. It was winter that time. That's yeah. right. Non-dirt floor. Yeah. Yeah. Wide enough to slide axles out. One Barely. One at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Which we found out in all due time. Uh, yeah, so first things first, uh, your 2011 3.8 uh, has the automatic. We just looked up the gear ratio for the overdrive. It was a 0.69. And that's where we Trash. Trash. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> and that is where we decided to uh, to go with the 488s with a 35, right? Yeah, because we just a, felt it was really kind of sluggish. I mean, you... You don't have as much of an issue with the sluggishness because no. you have the different like gearing and everything like that than I do yep. than I had originally. Because you have <clears throat> your three seven three seven three in the axle. Yeah, so and I mean like, seven something. Forgive me, I don't know what the transmission gear ratios are. Seven to but it's a eight. whole different powertrain. It's a different transmission. Yeah. It's a different motor. Yeah, more horsepower, more torque. Lighter, lighter. I was just say definitely lighter. Yeah. And that was definitely one of the things that I think probably led to us doing the rear gear regearing was because I I'm sizably heavier than you. Yeah, being the four doors plus yeah, just I had I was running thirty fives at that point in time. You were yeah. running thirty threes. Thirty threes, yeah. You know, and they were decently heavy tires. Well, it was constantly, it wants to keep an overdrive for as long as it can. And then when it goes, does it go for third? No, it goes for second. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and that's that's a little bit, yeah, too intense. Well, 2011, she had high K. It was, it was close to 300,000. Got it at two. Yeah, so I mean, and we, we've got a decent amount of... We're mm -hmm. over 130, under, almost 140,000 on it. Yeah. I noticed it was 339 today. Yeah, time marches on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so where were we? So, okay, we decided. So we went with a 488 because based on the engine that we had, plus the transmission setup, plus the tires that we had, it was the best scenario for me was to go to 488s because if we if you decided to regear yours, yeah. as she says, so you're probably sitting more towards a 456. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't need the deep gear. No. Yeah, you don't need that little no, extra No, and bit. with the Dana 30, I'd rather more ring gear as much ring gear as possible right i was gonna say because in all fairness the little pinion on the 48 it's pretty cute <laughs> yeah, yeah and well, that uh, was the whole discussion because i'm like no i'm pretty sure i can go to 513s and you're like the pinion yeah the pinion <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you get down into the point of like having just a, a tooth and a half of contact like, it's just, <laughs> like you just don't do that yeah so we decided 48s was the way we wanted to go. Uh, we knew traction was an issue. Uh, wheeling with the 373s open, every time you'd hang a tire, that was it. Your momentum was lost, right? So they had good tires at the time, but we needed some form of traction. So uh, we decided on lockers, front and rear, had no money, as all Jeepers are. And uh, Aussie Locker and Lockrite were the ones that we were looking for at the time. I thought we went Aussie and Aussie. Eventually. Yeah, the there was a um, there was a bit of a locker issue. <laughs> oh yes, going back to episode one, 
you hate your money. Yes. 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 A, it's a cheap thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a cheap thing. We yeah, just hate it our must money. be. It must be. So if you're going to buy something, make sure you do only half your research and spend all of your money. That's the, <laughs> That's the moral of the story. <laughs> That's how we did the locker, yeah. So, because... It was for, we discovered that the 44 wasn't universal across. No. Although some of the things that we were looking at said it was. Yes. And some of the experts we talked to said it was. Yeah. So unfortunately, if it's your money, do your research. Yes. (laughs) That's that's the tagline for this episode. Your money, your research. Definitely. So we ended up buying the wrong one. It would have been great for a 44, for a Scout, or a Travel All, or maybe a... Even a TJ, like... Yes, that's the newest version kind of thing. Yeah, like that would be yeah. the newest... So, yeah, but if you have a JK, or you have a Titan, you don't get to use that lock right. So, uh, we found that out the hard way. So, you, can you use the electronic locker out of a Titan? I, you know what? I don't know, but that is worth some research because the yeah. Titan, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> is... Your a, research, your money. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Titan with a rear locker. There you go. So I wouldn't be surprised because uh, everything I've learned when it comes to all the nuances of the JK axle, which we've learned, the Titan is a wider version of the same thing. Hmm. So I don't know hmm. how many inches wider, like you're talking like five inches wider, some craziness, but... It, uh, yeah, if it's got a locker, I wouldn't be surprised if it's very similar to that Rubicon E locker hmm. with same ring and pinion and everything. Same lockout for four low. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. if we do some more research on this, that that could be something going forward. Because you could get one really of them cool. axles. Yeah, that would be. Because you could probably get an axle for what, 800 to 1,000 bucks? Way cheaper than a I'd say way cheaper than Jeep. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, oh, yeah, oh, you rode off your Titan? Oh, that sucks. Oh, you wrote off your Rubicon? Where's your axles and your TK? So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, people are salivating. <laughs> yeah. But if you could do that. And how long did they do the, the Pro 4X Titan? I would that be surprised. That had the rear locker. Like, as long as it's a half ton, not the Well, yeah. So they had it from 06, 07. All the way. Until this newest generation that they just continued. So. And why wouldn't they use? 14, 15. And so, like, and really almost 10 years. What's stopping them from using the same thing all the way up? I, I don't know, right? It's a heavier truck, I think, than you want. Is it? I think okay. so. Yeah. Okay, so... We Interesting. Got, yeah, I was going to say, we got that <laughs> tangent. one. The tangent. <laughs> tangent one. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so where are we here? So we had the, the gears, uh, we decided on the lockers, the standard 44 locker, the, 24, the 2410, which we just picked up the other day, <laughs> realized, yes, that does not fit... Had to go back onto whatever it was the everything store. Picked up an Aussie locker for the rear, and uh, and yeah, and that was because we were going to go lunchbox front and rear. Yeah, because again, why not do things twice, right? Yeah, well, every gear place I called because when we were researching things, blah blah blah, said, "Don't waste your money. Don't put a, a like a lunchbox style small type ratchet locker in it." And just well, especially not for a daily driver and stuff like that. We got a lot of flack about that. So. Pull a full case locker in there and. Because I, if, I don't exactly remember, but I think it was a matter of the inner spacing. So if you have your carrier and you have your side gears and your, and your axle gears, I forget which ones are which, spider gears, side gears, yeah. The side gears needed something in the neighborhood of like 25 or 30 thou per side shim. And I remember when I, when I called around to axle places or gear places, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this, this is not something you fart around with, so... Okay, if it was a completely off-road only thing, maybe we could have got away with it. But this is our daily car. This is our daily vehicle. This is our she daily wasn't team. terrible to drive, but you definitely had to know how to drive her. Yeah. 
Because, like, you didn't have your tight turning radiuses. Um, Are we talking about the front or the back? Well, now she's talking about the front. Because well, you I never was did get the rear we never got the rear in. Satisfactory, right? Once around the block. Yeah. Yep. I don't even think we made it around anything. I think we just drove straight. No, I drove it uh, in our neighborhood up there. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, just down Logie a little bit. Oh, I don't even think yep. you did that. I think it was down to St. Peter at the end. Well, I, <coughs> comp- anyhow, that's the side tangent. Yeah. So going going back to, to changing, swapping the gears out, yes. I remember, um, well, well, you had it in and out many, many mm-hmm. times trying oh, to get, yeah, the, pattern trying to get right. the pattern right. And so. then also when you were uh, um, doing the bearings and whatnot, I remember a thing with my freezer and a toaster oven. That's right. That was actually... Uh, so that, we still have the toaster oven. Yeah. So that goes to... So when you're ready. Hmm. <laughs> so that, um, and that goes into that. My favorite part slash least favorite part about the Titan, about the 44 and the JK, is you have your retainer, you have your seal, you have your, your bearing, and there's all kinds of kind of weird shim stuff in there. And then you have the axle shaft bearing retainer. And that is a crazy press fit of like five or six thou. Like it doesn't sound like much, (laughs) but when you have to take it all off to change the seal or you have to do whatever, it's a big time interference fit. And I thought that we could just heat it up in a toaster, (laughs) freeze the axle, whatever the case may be, but you, it took tremendous pressure. And it like our little, whatever, 25 ton or whatever, 10 ton. I remember it deflecting quite a a bit. This is not happening. So we had to use a larger press. But, uh, but yeah, that was a learning experience. So much of this job was a learning experience, and I feel like that's kind of the thing when you're a, <laughs> when you're a jeeper, but you're a little bit new to the nuances of making the big leap and making the changes. Like, how often do you hear about people that have changed gears? It's like one in ten. It's definitely a rarity. You don't and, hear it. And not people changing their own. Yes. Like, you hear, you hear it a lot. Yeah, you hear it a lot of, of people throwing 37s on, getting re-geared and whatnot, but it's at... It's at a shop, which yeah. by all rights is there's a reason. I, yeah, there's yeah, a reason. reason. It's not it's not something I would tackle on my own. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it, but again, you were gracious enough to lend your shop for over a week. Was it only that long? It wasn't I, I, super long. No, it might have been a, a bit longer, but yeah, every night we were over there tinkering. Yeah, and uh, in the third. Oh, hey, I got to drink a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> And it was a comfortable shop. Yeah. So the 30 was great because we took the 30 right out. out. Yeah. yeah. Right out. So we you did got it on the bench. Yeah, I remember yeah. that sitting on the bench. So then you could, because uh, when we went to go, we were going to put the sleeves in, right? Yeah, that I was just say, we decided we were going to sleeve it. Because the, uh, the sleeves were, you know, you, a kit, TMR, blah, blah. You just, you take the axle out, you clean it all out with a wire brush, you just test fit the sleeves. We got them test fitting just right. You know, you drill some some pilot like rosé rosettes or whatever, and then you just weld the end and stuff, and then boom, you got yourself a double wall axle that didn't uh, yeah, it doesn't have much more, doesn't have much whatever. So because you we decided to go with sleeves because you have your Cherokee is sleeved with actually JK axle sleeves. Yeah, but we yeah, well that's awesome. <laughs> cut down. Okay. We decided to do it that way because like you had been running your thirty for years, we had yeah. seen what your thirty had done. Too much, yeah. Well, third. <laughs> A lot of my build was based on his. Okay. Because, like, you had the lockers front and rear. You had lunch boxes, And I'd driven in your Cherokee before. And I'm like, it's not terrible to drive in. Well, the Cherokee, you know? yeah, straight in the back, lunchbox in the front. Yeah, but we discussed yeah. about putting hubs in eventually. Yes. That's how we were going to, like, make it a bit more drivable. True. Was that. Yeah. You know, but, like, that's why we went with the sleeves. Because we wanted to give that 30 a little bit extra strength. Especially with the added weight. 
mm. and everything like that. We wanted to give it a fighting chance. Yeah, so um, since we're talking about the front, how was the drivability with the front end locked up? Because obviously you put the lunchbox in the front. Yeah, we had the lunchbox in the front and then we uh, we pulled the locker out of the rear because the, the carrier just was not to tolerance. Yeah, the carrier was at a spec and it was just, I forget if it was one, you turn to the right and it was smooth and as soon as you go to turn to the left, it wasn't a ratchet, it was yeah. a it was, a, it, was a, it was coarse ratchet. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was really was, bangy, and it was yeah, like you yeah. could just you could hear the destruction. Yeah, I know that sounds or, or like, like my mechanical, your mechanical sympathy were just like, like you know what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pump the brakes, you're hurting me. Yeah, exactly, and, and I think it was an issue of trying to find carriers as well as the cost of a carrier. Yeah. So, and then you're saying to yourself, okay, so now we've you know four, four fifty, five hundred, whatever it was for the drop in hardened torque, Aussie torque, whatever it is. Um, lock right essentially drop in lunchbox locker and you say to yourself okay so uh carrier for the front 80 bucks yeah like it, was, like it was yeah. cheap yeah uh carrier for the 44 was 400 yeah. and you're okay so now I'm, I'm 500 something into the carrier sorry four something in the carrier 500 into the lock right Aussie. We're not even gonna talk yeah. about the the gears, you know, yeah. like gears, bearings, setup kit. The, the gears, bearings, setup kit. It is what it is. But when you're talking locker, have to buy a new carrier. At that point, yeah. Do you get just, the new carrier, throw the lunchbox in, or do you yeah get do a you, different locker? Do you just save it for another build, which well, we did, well, and yeah. uh, and we just we ran it open. We ran it open, but also too we went with this whole mentality of. We have it all built. We might as well run it the way it is. Yeah. If we have issues and we're still having the same constant problems, yeah. then we'll go and invest in putting a new carrier and mm-hmm. put a lunchbox mm-hmm. in the rear. Yeah, no. it, it was pretty easy. Like you're when you were when it was all said and done, and you're climbing stuff, and the front ends washing back and forth, and you got one wheel peeling in the back. Honestly, I didn't have too much of it. Like I did really like the fact I had the front locker. Like I felt it was it changed the personality of my Jeep. Yeah. A lot. Well, I didn't get stuck as much. Nope. nope. No, I didn't have to uh, pull me up the hills out. any uh, as yeah. often. So that wasn't a nice. No, that was well, nice. Yeah. Because you know I, I can't, can't remember. I, did you make it out of the bowl with that setup in on forest? I did make it out of the bowl. I have made it out of the bowl. I was on was forest. that was that the day that we all made it out of the bowl or was that? I think I made it out twice. I think I made okay. it out then, and I made it that day I broke. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. then these are dry days. It was dry days, yeah. but I've made it out. I've made it out of the bowl without as, setup. As we know, that trail changes the personality, time of year, oh, moisture. Yeah. yeah, like I've made it out of the bowl, no problems. Scamper up the rock, and then every other time I go, I can't make it past that first ledge. If it's yeah. the fall or if it's the spring, like yeah, like but the descent. height, but the height of summer, all the traction. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it it again it really depends, depends on if there's a buggy run. Yeah, it oh, depends geez. if there's a buggy run. It Thanks, depends on guys. just <laughs> so much. But no, the, going back to what you said, the, the drivability. Um, yeah. I, I'm i very particular about who drives my Jeep. Mm-hmm. So when we put the locker in, that was like a big thing for me because I knew you can't turn her hard because, yeah. you know, and there was like you can't gas hard through the corners because I don't want you to snap shafts. So it was yeah. just, it was, we, we definitely baby our stuff. Yeah. So... Like, no, no harm to you, but you do drive your stuff harder than we do. Yeah. Right? So to sit there and baby it around corners, your turning radius became next to nothing. Well, you know, just, okay, so. And doing it slowly because you'd like, I don't want, like, you'd hear the ratcheting. You ratchet. didn't want anything to bind up. Well, exactly. Yeah. And you hear the ratcheting and you just, like, take it nice and slowly. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing, there was never any speed put to that axle. Yeah. Uh, you, especially at corners. So, 
Sorry. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if you, I can't remember if you ran that set up in the winter. Yes. So the front was always in. Yeah. But the rear was only in for like a seven. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering like if it would push through the corners more, especially so, on a slippery road so when or we wet put, road. When we put the, the heavier oil in it, so it never really changed its mannerisms um, at all because it was only ever being driven. It was never, like when you had it on occasion when you needed the four-wheel drive, it just it just powered on. Yeah. And and it would push, don't get me wrong, it would not, push not if you had it in four high and you were, you were going in like a snowy condition trying to turn. Like it would want to kind of walk a bit, but nothing crazy. I've seen nothing, nothing to be like, oh, that's the locker <clears throat> pause again. Okay, like so nothing, it's not, if you drive it like it has a locker, then there's no surprises. No. Yeah, yeah but like, so I'm a little bit particular when it comes to the setup and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we're at your place, we're setting up the 30 gears. Set up the 44 as well, but the 30 gears, you know, we had it dialed right in. We're at the workbench, the axles on top, everything was perfect, you know, great conditions. Doing it on our backs, and it like it wasn't because again, the 30 was up there on the whatever. Whereas the 44, we did it, and it was it was challenging. Like, yeah, I remember you and Jake crawled under there, getting it, checking the pattern, pulling it out, changing yeah. shims, putting it back in. Yeah, pattern's great. Pattern. Backlash is not great. Yeah. Backlash yeah. is. Really close, but the pattern just doesn't give me a good feeling. Yeah. So like, back in there. Like how much? How much gear paint did you go through? On that That's right. I think I stopped by that one time. Yeah. And I think you had the whole ring, and you were like cleaning it off and starting again. Yeah. So. <laughs> like it never ends. But again, too, you think to yourself, okay, the thirty, yeah, it's in constant mesh, but the forty-four is under all the torque all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, I have to get this perfect. Yeah. Because you think in your mind, okay, this is the first set that I'd done basically as like the lead guy. I'd done sets on my Jeep. I'd done sets with uh, my dad and stuff. But like when it's me making the call and it's my family in there, like you want to mint, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so what I was going to touch on quickly with the uh, the front locker, uh, nothing against the brands. It was just maybe whatever. But I remember with the old carrier and it said there was a tolerance. I can't remember if it was like seven to 15 thou you had to have for uh, clearance. It might be even less. I think it was less. But um, I remember the pin. I didn't change the pin, the cross pin. And, you know, you could see where, but you couldn't really feel it. And uh, anyhow, so I didn't change that. And I remember it had that weird mannerism where it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't as smooth as my old Dana 30 with the yeah. lock right. And I'm like, what's this all about? And I being these guys to be awesome. So anyhow, uh, I remember we <laughs> pulled out in the middle of winter. I think we even got somebody else to to uh, change the gear set or something because we were worried about it and like we had yeah we sent it over to uh, to Judd's because you were just you weren't happy with it. You I think you well, what use... happened was that wine that it still has yeah it was making that wine and when it's cold. It's still, she still whines. Yeah. So, and then of course I hadn't done this to myself, like completely front to back. <clears throat> yeah. So I was so concerned with it. I spent the money. And then when I told the guy, here's the cross shaft, I need you to change that. Well, he's like in, in offer to his benefit. He's correct. Rarely, rarely, rarely do you ever need to change that shaft. That yes. shaft barely wears. Yeah. And in most cases, like if it's an open, open, like the 44 and the 30, uh, you have your side gears and you have your uh, spider gears. They are held um, in with like an S-spring. And the S-spring keeps everything comfortable. Like it, it takes out all of the wear. Okay. So you don't have to worry about it. The case wears a little bit. Well, yeah. that spring just... 
And, uh, and as a result, you never even, you know, he just goes on forever and ever and ever, as long as yeah. you change your oil. <laughs> but, uh, but anyhow, so I was nitpicking all these small little details, and I think this, it's just not as, it's probably stronger, but it just, like we changed the carrier, we changed the cross shaft, we did all this stuff, and it just never behaved as nice as when we put the, uh, the heavy-duty synthetic um, uh, AMS oil in it. Yeah, we yeah. put really, straight really heavy. Straight 250 or straight 300, like it was something crazy. It was a really, really heavy oil that yeah. we put in and, there and in the summertime it was beautiful in the wintertime when we first got going you didn't hear nothing no <laughs> no so it's funny that it I, I never noticed that it had a gear wine to it so it doesn't actually have a gear wine so the axle does not have a gear wine well then what was the wine i think it's the transfer case no, chain transfer case oh what do you think it is a it's trans the power steering <laughs> okay so we have this debate <laughs> <laughs> you said it was the front drive shaft that was what you first started with. Yeah. We pulled the front drive shaft. No, sorry. We took the axles out. This is jumping ahead. Yeah. So when we had the axles out for the ton swap, we put brand new drive shafts in it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We just put brand new drive <laughs> shafts in it. And it still made the noise. And it's only when it's cold. And when yeah. it warms up, it's fine. And it's it's not the T case. It's the, it's the power steering. Okay. So. Because oh. uh, I was going to say, my dad in one of his old three-quarter ton work trucks... He had to get the years redone in it, and it was a fourteen. Uh, it was a fourteen full float, but the drum brake fourteen bolt. Um, after he got it done at a gear shop, uh, it had a whine, and he took it back. They're like, "No, that's just the gears breaking in." Had a whine for the next. It was on the road for another five years before the motor went in it the third time. <clears throat> so. See, it's where my dad's GM had a wine yeah. when they redid the rear end. But they actually, um, they didn't have a good pattern and they put the wrong shims in it and it actually mm -hmm. overheated and grenaded on a highway. Oh, really? Yeah. No, his never did. It, it was fine. It just always had a gear wine. So when someone says, I know it's monopoly money, but when someone says, hey, I'll put your gears in for 500 bucks. Yeah. I don't know if that's enough. Okay, sorry. That's a lie. It doesn't seem like for the average guy, that's nowadays for what, a hundred something dollars an hour? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if I do a gear set, I'm already in my mind. It's going to take me, Mr. Do-It-Yourselfer, the whole day, if not more. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I want it to be just perfect, you know? Like, yeah. when that pattern's mint, that backlash is acceptable. But if you're if you're a gear shop or something that does seven or eight of these things a day. Yeah, you should be just smoking. Yeah. And if you have all the tools, that's like, when you read the, the front of the pinion, it tells you those numbers. Those numbers are pinion depth numbers yeah. from the center line. So if you got the pinion depth setup tool... You're golden. Yeah. But then the average Joe is like, okay, so I take this axle. Okay, it's got this many shims. I'm going to put it back with those many shims. I'm going to check my pattern, check my backlash. And uh, and if it's within the ballpark, you win. Yeah. Uh, and if it's not, you get to start uh, <laughs> making it win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyhow, it's been a huge learning curve. It was a definitely a learning curve. But I mean, I... Um I know the drivability wasn't great in certain conditions. Like, you know, as I said, quartering and stuff like yeah. that. Turning yeah. around was definitely Mall something. parking lots. Mall parking lots. I mean, that's that's where I spend most of my time. Is I'm a mall crawler. No, yeah. but um, even thinking about going to events and stuff like that, we did a few um, paid events, and people were Commenting. were shocked. We're, we're shocked, shocked about the fact yeah. that I had a front locker, but I had an open. I believe rear. the term was illegal combination. I, yeah, there was that term was thrown around yeah. so um, that, that, quite that, aggressively yes. at me in my direction. Yeah, um, that sounds very uh, chill, chill guide-ish. 
Yes, they didn't want you going up certain obstacles nope, because, because they were I had worried my illegal, about your illegal combination. Yep. And then there was the whole thing of, um, I remember uh, someone came up to me and they're like, if you take your locker out, you know, or like if you pop your locker off yeah. and you put it in two wheel drive, you won't have that sound when you turn. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, in all fairness, if you don't know how to drive, like if you yeah. don't. Aren't familiar. The, aren't familiar. Yeah, don't know is not the right term. But if you're not familiar with driving it, that is a dangerous combination. Going up a slick surface, like a yeah. steep slick surface. Because your breaks, front end will yeah. kick over really fast. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was the type of environment. You know, it was a long, slick hill climb. I yeah. came up to that bottom of that hill climb, and with wet tires, I knew my tires were great. We had, um, they had gone, they'd put on some heavy miles. That right. year, and they yeah. got down to Florida. They, they went, yeah, I was gonna say they went to Florida and, got and they went down worn to Florida. Like the seashells. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, by the seashore, by yeah. the seashore. So that alone, kind of, I don't know. That whole obstacle, I got down to the bottom of. I looked at like, and I like, I looked at it, and I'm like, what am I, I don't want to do this. Like, it wasn't even like I can't do this. I just didn't want to yeah. do it yeah. because I'm like, I knew my tires were were garbage. Yeah. Essentially, they're yeah. at, the end, their they're uh, at yeah. the end of their life. They're at the end of their life, right? I knew that I had the front locked. I was watching vehicles with lock. I think you went up ahead of me. And you were locked, locked, and you struggled a little bit. And I'm like, there's no way in heck I'm getting yeah. up that, that hill. And then I come along and, and scamper up. Yeah, but, like, also, too. But that's more... I, I carried more momentum. Yeah. Then. But I also year. had both kids with me. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that two. changes everything. Right? So, like, I sat yeah. there and I came to the end and I'm like, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, all right, I need you to hit this way. And I'm like, I really... I don't want to do this. Yeah. And they're like, well, you have, this is the way to go. And I'm like, or, or I, I can around. turn around <laughs> and I can wait for yeah. everybody else to go. But no, they were determined until. So if, if there's one thing that kind of comes right back up, it's like, this is a paid event. What do yeah. we do when it's our own events? We listen to each other. We, yeah. we understand each other's concerns yeah. and we make it work. Yeah. Well, we try to like, I feel like we, well, I feel I myself, I like to push our members a little bit. You know, like, I know we Push within their boundaries, yeah. I push within their boundaries. You know, we've done this trail four or five Mm -hmm. times. There's an obstacle that's a little bit harder than what, say, a newbie would do. And I'd be like, you can do this. Yeah. It's not hard. We're all here. Trust your spotters. Yeah, we're all here. We're all here to support you. Yeah. All, like, we can have someone video it. We'll have another person spotting you so you don't have to worry about, Mm -hmm. like, trying to flip between us. And we can walk you through this obstacle. Nine times out of ten, they do it. Yeah. You know, or our member goes, I'm not comfortable doing that. I can't do that today. All right, sounds good. We'll try it next time. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no forcing or anything like, although there's, to a certain extent, I guess, is a little bit of forcing. You and I are really good at forcing each other into doing things oh, we yeah. shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Same with Gary. <laughs> yeah. Gary is really good. I feel like, uh, I feel like okay. the four of us are really fairness, good at pushing each other to... To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Gary doesn't need much um, forcing. Gary doesn't need a lot of forcing. I um, bet you will. To, to the, um, I don't know what the proper word is, but the... Um, um, to the chagrin or the demise of the, the day, the demise of the day, the, uh, <laughs> the driving home in front wheel drive, <laughs> yeah. or on the trailer. Um, no, I was. <laughs> we got CA this year. We do have CA. We had CA last year, and yeah, but no, I was just even thinking about when you talk about like um, egging Gary on. Um, he had that moment on Crystal. Right? And all of us were like, oh, I don't know if you should do it. And the kids were like, do it! Do yeah. it! The kids! The, the kids were! Yeah, yeah. and, there's, and there's, there's, there's my sister standing there like... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and 
know, you know we've driven many hours to get here, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. And but what happened? Yeah. There was no. There was not like, hey, I bet you, you can't get to them. No, it was just the kids going, "Come on, Gary, you yeah. can do it." And yeah. He's like, "I shall do it." Yeah. And um, he broke. But there's another one. There's and then another. we're eating some breakfast cereal. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> but there's another one that's locked. And look at the difference between his Jeep locked. And say, for instance, like, um, we had that, that, oh, you weren't there. No. That, um, that green TJ, you know, or even, uh, well, the even silver. Ra- even silver, the other blue one. Yeah. We like had a little four popper that was open, open on scotch. We've had, we have. That thing a, was a slug with no traction. Yeah. But like, you look at the silver one. Yeah. Um, going up that, like, we on had Austin. to winch him up, uh, Forest Mountain. Yeah, well, we had no, to. That watch wasn't it. the trail for him. No, no, and he came on greens too, and that was not a good trail for his setup either. But he did and okay on he yeah. did okay on Scotch. But again, he had yeah. um, he had um, open open. He had he was open thirty five thirty. Yeah, but open, he, open. he had issues yeah. at certain points on the trail, or he didn't try obstacles the same way Gary did. Yeah. But Gary had the traction <clears> with being <throat> locked front and rear. Yeah. yeah. Like, lockers there. really, truly make a huge difference. Well, even look at um, Cheryl's Jeep. It's yeah. locked in the rear. And it, like, when her front drive shaft went for a shit, I just pulled it out, and she did everything in two-wheel drive. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was a couple of things. That's maybe she drove around, but... I, yeah, you still got a lot more bite with those lockers. Yeah. Well, exactly. It's a completely... Yeah. Well, all right, let's go back. Let's really go back in time. My Cherokee. Compared to your Cherokee. You, you kicked my butt on how many obstacles... And I mostly, momentum there was a lot of momentum for me because same, same vehicle. Yeah. But I was, op- base, yeah. I was open, open. Bigger, I, you had bigger tires, didn't you? I did. I had 35s on at that point in time. Yeah. You were running I, the 33s. I had threes, yeah. yeah. you were running the 33s and, um, but you had locked front and rear and there was obstacles that you could just, same as he does now, just walks up. Yeah. Comparative to me who would just like most times, <clears> the only way I got up obstacles that were more difficult was I had to have momentum. Yeah, and I like I like watching him go up stuff because it's just like with the doubler and the lock yeah. lock, it's just crawl, whereas I need momentum. So it's a little woo, a bit yeah. more exciting. Hop skipping the jump. Yeah. Well I remember the first time I took we went out on forest with it. Like after he'd done the build, after we'd yeah. upgraded the suspension, we'd gone to thirty fives and everything like that. Like our first time out in the barn essentially. Yeah. In how many years? And we went to forest. Yeah. <laughs> and this one just not even not even like an inch of tire spin yeah come out of the bowl coming out of the bowl like yeah, and he just walked up it so so perfectly yeah and there was a there was me in a red and i was just like and i think we both said it at the same time on the video we're like this isn't even fair anymore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then then you compare that it was a two-door sport manual 321 gears Open diffs, mm-hmm. um, relatively aggressive driver, and uh, a heavy set of thirty-five inch tires. Yeah, he's. I think Ag- he was aggressive one. driver, but he's his clutch control and his clutch uh, control was, was on was point, good, especially for the setup he was running. Absolutely, yeah, like, you know comparative to some of the credit. others. Yeah, like compared to some of the others we see like on the he's, trail, he's absolutely. A He's very skilled, yeah. and he definitely has a good clutch. Yeah. Like he has good clutch control for sure. Yeah, that is one that, thing that I always tell. Show otherwise. Yeah, I always tell Gary that, and I'm like, buddy, I uh, I love your clutch control because I love the fact that I never hear that engine rev. Yeah, yeah. You know, or and if Gary, it is, it's actually under power. It's not just sitting there idling. Yeah, but I mean, like, 
I have to admit, Gary is a really good standard driver, yeah. and he definitely knows how to yep. wheel his Jeeps with <coughs> standard. You know, there has been an occasion, not many, but there has been an occasion where we've had more sticks than autos on our trip. Absolutely, there's not many autos. There's you, me, and what? Little tricks, sure. Yeah, tricks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, and there the are JLs. Yeah, yeah. Trooper, yeah. JLs. Yeah, but like it's getting to be more. I say we're pretty much a 50-50 split. Yeah, right? I was originally going to swap manual into tricks too but yeah. i didn't want to have to deal with that and it's Nonsense. still okay it's still okay now yeah it's still working now so yeah well i mean we're hoping to eventually swap a standard into mine or do a whole different engine there's setup still but there is still time there's uh the manual swap would be simpler ish than an engine swap just do them yeah. both at the same time you see right. you see this is nice. peer pressure here hey hey there's been a lot of peer pressure. Mitch has been getting a lot of uh, a lot of slack about a lot of things recently. So ball joint eliminators, 12, 12 uh, valve. Yeah. I don't need ball joint eliminators. I don't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, you do. Apparently, <laughs> internet, that was so, a... so. why so so why does she need ball joint eliminators? Uh, because the internet, the authority on all, <laughs> says that they will explode otherwise. Depends on how you wheel. Yes. But I just feel like you add another four fifty, five hundred pounds of weight, and mm-hmm. then you and you have all this. Now you have this go go, <laughs> whereas the two hundred horse had no go, and now you have a manual trans with a what a, a flywheel that one doesn't want to give up. Mm-hmm. Oof! I actually got asked today uh, when I was at when I was at work. They were just, um, my buddy Darren was like, "Are it's not a it's not a standard your Jeep." He's like, I'm surprised. He's like, everything you have is a standard. And I'm like, yeah, it's the one thing that didn't. But the price and how we got it, like, I, we couldn't beat it. Yeah. You know, so. You, you walked into it and this is like, you're like, okay, I, I don't want a four-door per se. I don't want an auto and I'm not a big fan oh, of Oh, you essential. didn't want a four-door. It was like you knew yeah. that you were going to meet somebody with a two-door that was going to talk shit about the four-door. I liked my YJ. Yeah. I liked and the see, YJ that I had. And, and then he, w- he had a four-door, right? Yeah. Like, he had his Cherokee, and what's that, that meme that you always see on Facebook? You know, four-door Wranglers, where we were slapping the face to all Cherokee yeah. owners. <laughs> so, back at it? Yeah, back we're, at it. We're good. We, uh, ha- we have another round of beer, so we're yeah. all, everyone's content. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheers to Colvin's. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it's it's funny that because you had the YJ, you wanted a two-door and whatnot. When I test drove my Jeep now, I also test drove a four-door Willys. Um, mm-hmm. Um, six speed actually and um, it just didn't feel like a jeep to me so that's why I ended up with the two-door because it felt like a jeep because my very first job was working at a tourist camp up north but the camp vehicle was an old YJ nice um, five speed that I got to drive around on the trails and squares yeah no and it was great and that's you know that's what I remember being so fun because I was 13, 14 years old driving around. That wheelbase so, like, is dimensionally. Never mind right? that it's a cool vehicle. It's I'm 13 years old and driving a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's in your blood. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's how I ended up with the uh, two door. Yeah. Because a manual two door at the time was a six month wait and I'm impatient. Like, I want a Jeep now. Yeah. I have the bug now. Yeah. Yeah. But well, think, cool about model, it. Right? think about it. You brought the Jeep home. We had our Jeep over here. That was when you looked across the street, and yeah. you and I were, like, spying each other. Because I'm like, like oh, they've, they've got a Jeep. I thought they like Rangers. Maybe they are cool after all. Yeah. They were those, <laughs> like, weirdos. Eh? Yeah. I would say we did have a bit of a Ranger thing when we first moved in, yeah. so. Both steps. There down. was a lot of vehicles going on here when you guys first moved in. I couldn't really place which vehicle belonged here and which didn't. 
Wow. Well, I was just saying because my parents were doing that, and I think they were uh, doing some rentals and stuff like that, trying to figure out what vehicle they wanted to drive. Like, yeah. they wanted to buy. So, like, we had different yeah. vehicles here all the time. Yeah. like Because every week we had a different vehicle. And mm-hmm. my parents had the uh, Escape, my dad's work vehicle. Oh, well, when they were living with us, too. Yeah. But that's a whole different other story. Yeah, but, I was going to um, say, that's say we can, off topic. Yeah. 100% off so, topic. four doors turns out they're amazing for a family. Lots of oh, room. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't... I love your two-door. But, I mean, I can't... I, I really love the trunk space. Well... Yes. So if you don't have young kids, you can pull that back seat out and then you got all the trunk space you need. But okay, well, that's all right. So <laughs> if, if you're dinks with dogs. Yeah. I was just saying, but you do have your two dogs yeah. plus two kids. You go up north, you're taking two vehicles. Well, unless you're so like we, wearing no, a couple of dogs. No, we've done it before in the in only the Jeep with both kids, both dogs and us going up. It wasn't comfortable for the kids, <laughs> but we, we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, fuck that distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Train of thought. Yeah. But yeah, it can be done. And it's just uh, sometimes maybe you could have a roof rack or something. I mean, it, the extra room of the four-door is nice. Yeah. I but will admit. I re- recall 100% when we were stuck on forest, I forget what we were doing. And we had to turn around at the top of the first obstacle in yeah. your Jeep. And I was like... That hey. was when there was other vehicle. There was other Jeeps there that were stuck, right? Uh, they, the oh, four liter had uh, quit when it was... Some kind of fuel pump work. issue. Yeah. Or yeah. Maybe it was electronics. Yeah. But yeah. I, I remember... Yeah, yeah. it's funny. Because those like Jeep Jeep buggies, whatever you want to call that, uh, they they were stranded, right? And they were stuck, and it was a complete bottleneck right at the base of that yeah, hill. Like yeah. there was no going around. No, them. so the, yeah, I I turned around like little whoop whoop, and I'm I'm around, and you guys look like uh, Austin Powers trying to turn a golf cart in a yeah. tunnel. That's how I turn around all the time. Yeah. Even yeah. So yeah, so that's that's you can't beat the wheelbase for that. Yeah, no. And I can only imagine. The little baby ones, like like Greg's there with the eighty something inch wheelbase. Oh like, well, driving it yesterday, yeah, it was uh, it was an experience. Yeah, because like we we're driving and there was water and he obviously doesn't want to get his jeep dirty. No, like he's still that was his first time going off road. I thought it was yeah. far. I thought it was amazing. I had yeah. a lot of fun. The kids, the kids had a lot it. of fun. I you had fun. Yeah. Greg had a smile from ear to ear. It was an amazing experience. Yeah, M thirty eight one. Just to clarify. Yep, and. But his turning radius, man, like, there'd be a puddle and he'd just be like, I'm like, oh gosh, he's going to stick a tire in it. You know, yeah. he's going to be pulled in. And it's just like, meow, meow, meow. Like, it was amazing. Just nimble. No, it was like a wheelbarrow. Yeah. It just turned on a dime. Like, it would, it would put your Jeep to shame. Like, yeah. and you wouldn't think oh, it would. I bet. I bet. But, though. like, it was so Manual ridiculous. steering? Oh, the steering wheel is the size of a bus. Yeah, I so you got that. good leverage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that was that was tremendous. That fun. was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. But yeah, watching him uh, de- like jump through everything was great. Just yeah. To yeah. When it comes to pass and he takes you for a ride, man. Oh, you oh yeah. Drive. Yeah, I just missed you guys because I <laughs> I pulled in to drop off the MIG tank. And you could still smell and the dripping. And I up. seen him. He was. <laughs> you guys were just going past short. No way. Whenever I turned on to St. Peter. Well, I didn't want to be creep. Whatever. That's what our group's all about. <laughs> I was just say we creep here. Yeah. If, but, I saw, if I saw the big Tundra waving or the Jeep coming, yeah. I know who it is. <laughs> but anyways, um, got a little off topic about axles and whatnot. So with, with yours, when you did it, you did everything except truss. Yeah, I we decided not to truss it because we, 
we weren't changing the suspension or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So we didn't need like extra extra attachment points or anything like that, like any bracketry or anything. And and we figured we'd we'd limit our new endeavors, do-it-yourself endeavors, to one thing. So like, I knew very little about doing the you know the preheating of the cast uh, steel. It was a lot. It was a huge project that we yeah. weren't. We couldn't justify the cost, the time, and everything like that. And sleeves you, are easy, right? Well, sleeves are easy, and you had done them before. And when we had heard that um, the 44 can handle uh, a 37, yeah. you know, like just like they just put out there, 37, adequately wheeled, gently wheeled, whatever you want to say, and we were running 35s, we figured that the 30 was the biggest thing, and if we're going to have any problems, it was probably going to be <clears throat> axle shafts, and, uh, and, and that was going to be the thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, we'll have to touch on why uh, why we've done another axle upgraded mine. Yeah. yeah, why we learned how to do gears but, again. <laughs> but keeping with the thirty, like the forty four thirty combo, if you had to do it over again, would you put at least like maybe not truss it, but would you put at least those gussets in those C gussets? So we actually did put C gussets on before or after 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 yeah. the catastrophe. Uh, we had a bit of a catastrophe, and that was when we ordered the sea gussets. Which you can see pictures of in the last episode. Last yeah. episode or the episode before? One of the previous episodes. Working yeah. on the JKU, on the trailer. Yeah. Welding, heating, bending, prying. Yeah, there new was... New ball joints, new axle shaft. Yeah. Yeah, but we did... I would say we did the sea gussets then. I think it was only on that one side. I don't think we did the other side in the end. Yeah. Because before it, we pulled them. Yeah, because it just... Uh, you wanted to go to the next step, and so did I, and... Well, we had that discussion all winter, and because um, we were looking at hubs, and the hubs were an eight bolt. Yeah, you were looking. Yeah. We were looking at doing hubs on it. We looked at just upgrading the front. That was a huge yeah, thing. Yeah. We looked at Rubicon forty fours. That was a big one for us. Yeah, because uh, tw- tw- what twenty five hundred bucks Canadian? Well, twenty five hundred bucks, and you had to have the money ready. Like you saw those axles come up; they're gone within 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Fast. So and then okay, so we buy the front. We still get upgrade the upgrade the rear, possibly. or we have to change the gears in the front. Yeah, that was like the yeah. whole thing is that like, and we'd have to buy a new setup, like a new gearing, because yeah. it was that the ones we had were for thirty. Yeah. And you got to buy a Rubicon specific ring gear. And exactly. So yeah. it's kind of like one of those things that we. And the locker that's in it, can you like? Because I know in a, in a Rubicon they're limited to four low, right? Well, yeah. I think in this case you would just send direct power. With so they do work. with I just say power. like I feel like we'd have to. To the best of my knowledge, I okay. don't say that would be something that we'd have to. Actually I tried look not up. to yeah. educate myself this way because I once <laughs> you start going down that path, yeah. Like, well, let's just get a Rubicon uh, four low transfer case. Yeah, yeah. Rock. What do they call that? The four. Ro- I forgot. But anyway. But we um, then you got on the whole idea of he's just like, well, why don't we just put a Super Duty in the front? Mm-hmm. And we'll just keep the 44 in the rear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll match the gearing, put 37s, Bob's your uncle. Yeah, and it was just, like, we went on like, that. skip leg day. Like, well, I was just, I'm like, but if we have, like, if we have a flat, I'm like, because then we're going to be running two different bolt patterns and everything like that. Well, you'd like have that. to get adapters. Well, adapters. Five on five to, okay, to eight on six <laughs> and a half, or, or sorry, eight on, eight <coughs> eight on, on 160. I was just say 170. Yeah. So like it That's just bananas. it mm. didn't really make sense and we kept going through the pros and cons. Um, we came across a few YouTube videos that kind of swayed us yeah. and gave us a, a little bit of more of an oomph and more of an idea of what we needed. Yeah. And that's when we decided to go for a ton swap because to try and fix what we had to make it more reliable. Because after I broke, 
There was no confidence. There was no confidence. No, I, 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 I noticed that too. Like the way the, mm-hmm. it changed the way you wheeled. Yeah, well, think about it. I knew it. it was a weak point. Yeah. Because I knew we had bent the like the outer sea. I knew it was, it was only a matter of time until I bent it again. Yeah. You know? Or exploded it. Or exploded. Dollar. Yeah. And it, with it being your daily, you can't afford to, oops, it, well, I'll get that new axle when well, I Exactly. Get because like that, that weekend when I broke, we had a, an event the next yeah. day. And what that whole entire scenario cost us well over a thousand bucks. Yeah, it was like nine hundred and fifty for the shaft, internet or shaft, U joint already assembled, and we got yeah. some of those only an hour away. Yeah. We had a and bearing then, then, already yeah, here, and the, and the bearing was fine. It was fine. We just changed it all just to be yeah. sure. And upper and lower ball joints, and then bending the yeah, inner seat yeah, to get back into position, yeah. heating it yeah. like red hot, but not too hot that you're yeah, yeah making like a, it too much. Yeah, exactly. You're not. Yeah. yeah, and then like you said, we welded it after. Yeah, all the grinding. You know, thankful to the neighbor. You know, all that grinding and smoothing it all down. Like I am, ex- I am ecstatic to use those axles in a different build. I already have another I, project set up. Yeah, so. yeah, another another project. But <laughs> in all fairness, I think it was a good move. It was the best move because, as you said, I became very sheepish. Like yeah. uh, we went out on Scotch Line, and I wasn't cho- I wasn't doing obstacles. No. Because, like, um, well, especially since there was one day when I was on my own. Yeah. And it was, I wouldn't say the first time, but I don't think you were there and you weren't there. And I was wheeling with other members in our group. And uh, I think Cheryl was there. I think Cheryl was wheeling Willie. Yes. So it was Cheryl and Robert. Because I remember her telling me about that. Yeah, it was Cheryl, Robert, and um, we had Double there with us. Yeah. And uh, four Jeeps, you weren't with me. You were working. You were away somewhere. Probably baseball. Yeah, and going out, and I didn't do obstacles. Yeah. I skipped obstacles because I'm like, I'm with a group that I don't, that aren't as experienced as I am. I'm, I need to be the one to spot them through. I need to make sure that I'm not the one breaking. Yeah. Holding them up. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I'm like, none of them can save me. I'm all bigger than them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I have the kids with me. It was just... It really, it really hurt my confidence because I wouldn't try things because I didn't want to break. I don't mm-hmm. want to be that person, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and right now, like I said, you'll just, you'll just go for it. Yeah, I you definitely not go like a wild man, but you'll go for it. Well, yeah. my Jeep also has over three hundred forty k on it. Like, yeah. I um, every shift's a cliffhanger for me. So like, there's no givener. Like, I yeah. do I get up obstacles? Absolutely, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not redlining it yeah. to get up an obstacle. No, so, for sure. But no, I'd love to. Yeah, looking back, I remember because even one of the times we were on pencil, we went up, uh, not the waterway, but went up the back way. Yeah. And I remember being concerned about that. I'm like, oh, I don't oh like you that. wouldn't let me. I don't. I don't like to say it like that. But yeah. No, but you were yeah. just like, because I said, th- I think I was like, okay, I'm gonna go up that way, and you're like, mm, your jeep should stay down here. And I remember it was a, it was a bit of a bone for you and I to kind of like have that discussion because I was like, well, what's the point in me wheeling this thing if I can't wheel it? I you know? strangely so, remember that too. And well, it's hilarious yeah. looking back yeah. now because think about it, like you, you'll just hit it now. Well, well and, but no, it, because of the breakage and you lose all the confidence. whole situation, you lose all confidence in the vehicle. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's snapped like a glass jar. Oh, it was, yeah. it snapped so quickly, so easily. I wish there was a video of it. Yeah. Like, I wish we had a video of it so everyone could see <clears throat> how quickly it snapped yeah. How it wasn't under a lot of pressure. It oh. wasn't under a lot of load. It would just be like accelerating under your driveway. Hmm. But you had three wheels spin, four wheels spinning. Yep. And one comes to a dead stop on the yep. ledge yep. in reverse. And the other, I guess, and like I said, you were not giving her. No. 
Because we were, I think yeah. we were shaking. Yeah. I think we were handshaking you. Yep, you were rocking and, me. Uh, and it just happened to just bind up the front and. So, in the so, a lock thirty, yes or no, under a jeep. Good idea, bad idea. I think it depends on how you wheel, what you're wheeling. Yeah, rocks maybe not. Like, well, forest but, but, is one of the hardest, like forest yeah, and um, yeah. greens are two of the hardest trails. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, I think so we've also sorry. Yeah. Think about it. We've had we had an exploded front Dana thirty open, chromoly yes, shafts, but heavy he ass thirty seven inch tires. But he was also given her pretty hard, and in we the, were having a little bit of axle, like we were having a little bit of hopping and stuff like that. So small I mean, amount, yeah. a small amount. He was running a heavier tire because he was manual running trans. His thirty seven STT pros, right? Yeah, like those are heavy. Those are heavy. E rated. Because I mean, think of your STTs compared to my old, my thirty fives. Yeah, yours were heavier than mine. Yeah. Yours were like my, uh, mine were, tubes compared to yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so heavy tire. You have STT heavy pros means ST armor. Yeah, <laughs> you have heavy tires. You have heavy like on a, a light axle. Yeah, you know um, that that wasn't really a shock. He didn't do as much damage as I did. Yeah. So maybe that's where the locker kind of. But he was already, yeah. I think, clutch in. Yeah. When it when it snapped. So it was just momentum that it snapped. It was just it. momentum and that snapped. Like, it. And that seems like a recurring theme because yours was momentum. I know you yeah. had the auto, but in all fairness, yours, oh man, it popped easy. It popped like it was nothing and it didn't actually sound, you heard a break, but it didn't sound as bad as yeah. it looked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we like, didn't realize the extent of the damage. That's what I mean. Like it didn't sound, and it didn't even look that bad at first. Yeah. Until so actually, do you think when it broke, it popped the ball joint? Like, I think what happened was the ears yeah. the ears smashed. One of the caps went under either one of the ears. Yeah. And it pried the whole shebang down. Oh, okay. So when Oh, it, I think it pulled down. Of course, it pulled it down. Yeah. Because it uh, it extended the lower ball joint, pushed the ball joint out, and it pulled the upper ball joint to a limited. And then when it limited that's when it had nowhere to go, so it just kept pulling that inner seat down. Oh yeah, and it pulled it down again. It only may have been yeah. a quarter inch, three sixteenths of an inch, but it was enough to make the difference, and enough that we had to heat it and bend it back. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I. I mean, she drove out of the trail though. Oh, yeah, it was fine. It was just that we knew we were going to bell mouth that axle tube. Yeah, if we kept on trucking. Mm. So that's where we just walked it out slowly. You know, for us, it's yeah. a long entry, mm-hmm. and then right back to the quad section. <laughs> went and got the truck and trailer. Yeah. yeah, I took off in doubles Jeep and off we went. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know, man. That's a tough call because the traction unbelievable. Yeah, maybe a selectable, not a lunchbox. Then the if you could, same. I would. I would consider putting a locker in the front of yours. Yeah. Being a two-door, being a bit lighter and stuff That's like it. that. That's it. Like, I'm, I'm a fair bit lighter than a four-door. You're a fair bit lighter. You have, you don't, your wheelbase puts yeah. you out of situations that I'm in. Yeah. You know? So I think that would help you out as well. Plus you have the lighter, um, you know, and the tires aren't as heavy. Even, no. I don't think your 35s are nearly as high, heavy as your 33s. Oh, God, no. Right? No. So like, I feel like you would probably get away with it. Yeah. You're not super hammering on the gas. You know, you do have hammering moments but it's not every day every second and it's not when it's gonna bind yeah it's like if i'm trying to get up over something yeah you could hit the locker and go like if you're well if i got a selectable yeah yeah a selectable for sure but also you can't run launch boxes that's my understanding so they say that's the understanding yeah like i said i still want to try that out but yeah so it's definitely would I would I do it again? I don't know. Like as I said, we were well as you said as well. We already had those axles lined up for another project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Is the project lighter? Absolutely it will be lighter. Yeah, it won't you be know, a Ford or JK. It won't be a Ford yeah. or JK. We're going to have a lot less weight on it. Well, um, compared to if the project I have in mind is the one that you're still thinking about. Yeah. Compared to the factory axles on either one of those vehicles. Those are yeah. a hell of a lot. Well, absolutely. Easier. So. Yeah. Well, because in all fairness, you got to give that the JK Dan 30 credit. It is the strongest 30 you'll ever see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like uh, component-wise, tube-wise, even C-wise. Well, they've kept the, the 30s been around for how long? Yeah, forever. Like, like it's CJs. The same, well, exactly. It's the same axle going through. I think so. prior to CJ, it was like a 27 or something weird. but Yeah, but it's it stood up to the test of time. And usually, like, even when you look at Gary's, how yeah. often did he have an issue with the 30? It wasn't the 30 that was causing the issue. It was the 35, was, right? It, well, so. and the 35 is known for being a little well, bit exactly. of Well, exactly. In all fairness, I'm pretty sure the 35 is just like a rear version 30. Oh, yeah. absolutely. 27 splines, yeah. tiny ass But right for what he's put that 35 through, it Impressive. did really, really well. Considering the tire rocks are decently yeah. heavy. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, he did a couple of clutch stops. Tires, yeah. Yeah, oh, anytime you go to hit a mud hole. Any like, sort of water, yeah, like a clutch yeah. dump. So, I mean, like, realistically, that axle and those lockers held up. Yeah. Oh, you'll never, I, sorry, in my opinion, you'll never bust the lock right. You'll never bust the lunchbox. No, absolutely but, not. Uh, but the axle shafts, the pinion, well, all that stuff. Well, that's not, the, yeah, that, they're not the weak link. It's the, yeah. It's the peripheral. The shafts and the. And then eventually the tubes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, would I, would I do it again? I'm. That's a tough maybe, call. Maybe not locally. How do you mean, Doug? Um, I if would... we Okay, so if we did it again, I think I would not... I wouldn't do forest. I wouldn't do greens. With, with, with a that setup? 30? With that setup. On a 35-inch tire four-door. Yeah, so, I wouldn't so do you, that. So you'd, you'd build, the, build the axle to wheel and have lots of traction. Yeah. And, not, and wheel. not go on the trails where you need to wheel and have lots of traction. Yeah, or but you, be prepared. Yeah. In your mind. Be prepared. Like, I, I get like, what you're saying and I get your stance, but it just seems a little counterintuitive. But you know what? One of probably the big thing, and actually that whole entire scenario, would it have been different if I had a four inch as opposed to my two? Uh, or we would have just used the jack and just popped you off and never had this problem. Yeah, but also, too, if we had. We've grown so, we've so, you hung, so you hung belly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's, so that's why what you I mean. Say, like, yeah, if I had a four base, inch, if I yeah. had a four inch lift. Would it yeah. have made a difference? But I've even been hung up there. You know, like, that is the one issue. Like, oh, look, and, and you have also, a two and a half, and you were you were kicking my butt throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Because your two-door shorter axle, your wheelbase was different. It dropped you into different holes. Yep. So, me, well, that's, we, we've oh, had four doors out on the trails for yeah. our newbie runs. And what's the first thing when they're like, oh, I really like to like some upgrades. What should I look at? Two-inch lift. Yeah. Like, that is my standard thing of, like, put a two-inch lift in it. You want to get your belly off the ground. Yeah. That's what you're going to want to do. Yeah. Don't worry about tires just yet. The talk stock tires are fine. Let's get your belly off the ground. Yeah. It's amazing the difference. Yeah. I don't think I'd go back to something like that. Like, I think if we bought another four-door, I'd immediately probably put a four-inch lift in it if we were going to wheel it. Yeah. And, and just again, leave stock tires. Point. And if, no, you're, being, and if you're being real, you're, you're buying a Rubicon. Oh yeah, well I mean, because the money, all the, the, the money, so. yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, if we pool our money, yeah. But, but the the upfront cost versus if you have any goal for that, yeah. Oh, it's hard to. Oh, it's hard yeah, to it's hard. It. It's because that's another option too. Like you say to yourself, okay, hey, I'd love to put an axle in mine. Yeah. Well, if I put one axle, again, two thousand twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. Maybe I'll just put two axles in, and yeah. then then they're already geared. Yeah. <laughs> they're already ready to go. Yeah. And like, okay, well that is like forty five hundred bucks. Yeah. 
I'll say forty five hundred bucks five but grand. you both them in an afternoon weekend. Yeah, that's, that's true. A, that's a good point. That's a good point. Our uh, the ton swap was definitely not a weekend, and neither was the uh, the gear swap from the uh, yeah. stock gears too. No, and those were axles that were ready, but yeah, it wasn't. I we like we didn't just swap it in the driveway with factory suspension or simple. No, you thing. changed a whole lot of stuff, which is why I think we should end this episode That's here. Right. Another time, and Another then time. and then the next technical episode we can get more into the one ton swap. One Absolutely, ton swap. because uh, I was kept in the dark about the whole thing. For I didn't get to witness any of it, so I'd love there to hear more. There was a lot of there was a lot of reasons why. I I understand. I understand. We kept I'm it not, in the dark. I'm not bitter at all. Yeah, there was a little bit. Of bitterness, a little bit of bitterness. <laughs> but that was Although a, he didn't notice my Jeep, I brought him. A, I did. You were the first one to know, and you were the first one to see it. I I do appreciate that, but but I love the fact that you so, came here and you had this like look on your face, and your well, wife was just okay. like, "Are you pregnant?" Like, no, it was no, just no. In all fairness, okay. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, this should be a next episode, but I'm going to put it here because. You guys have been weird, like, obviously, because you were busy with the Jeep. <laughs> I didn't know that, but you guys were acting pretty weird, like, kind of distant and a little short and whatnot. I'm like, what's going on? We didn't have people over, <laughs> yeah, which we always then, do. Yeah, and... so you just got, you guys weren't yourselves. So, and then I get a message from you, like, I need you and Cheryl to come over here. I got something to tell you. <laughs> I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, no, so drive the whole way over here, Cheryl and I are bouncing, like... Are they splitting up? Are they pregnant again? Like, what the... F yeah, more kids, yeah. less house. So I, I was more concerned about the, you guys personally than I was about Jeep. And then whenever I seen the... Seen the oh, 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 oh. It wasn't until you walked in the driveway, you were like, are you guys... Yeah, just like, yeah. worried looking around. I'm like... Do you see what I get? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of time for, for such a small reward. Like, it was intense. Yeah. But like you said, your first concern was not the Jeep. It was the people. Yeah. See? That's why we're kind of like siblings, you know? You're just kind of like worried about me, and then you're like, oh, well. Oh, you okay, built a you're Jeep, fine. and like, oh, like you didn't tell me, and oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we had it again, there'd be no question. We yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, that's it, Tay. That's it for, well, the 4430. We'll talk about the yeah. one tons in another episode. Absolutely. Never good yet talking about your 88 and 30. True, but uh, we'll have to talk about it. We'll have to. I feel like the Cherokee is going to have to be a the Cherokee is going to have to be its whole episode because you got so much cool shit. You got it the, could be a guest appearance in many episodes. Yeah, she's definitely yeah. <laughs> Long standing. Yeah, she has All a beer. Right. That's well, for sure. Say, so um, what's the beer's of choice tonight? I've had a simply lemon, a simply spiked. That's uh something I picked up today. It's a strawberry lemonade, and then I have of course my Waterloo tart cherry because it's my favorite drink. Yeah, I've got a Castronaut. Session Hazy IPA from Refined Fool Brewing Company. Nice. Which is pretty nice. Thank you, Mitch. Sarnia, <laughs> and then I, Sarnia is it? Sarnia. Is it Sarnia? I think it's Sarnia. A family in Sarnia. That doesn't say. I think I read it. It doesn't matter. But oh, yeah, Sarnia. And then I had uh, one was about avocados and it was a Brout IPA. Zane then, lost his avocado I was bar say, it bag. <laughs> Yeah, it is okay. So yeah, it is kind of a kind of a cool can, <laughs> and then like I said, just nice crisp lager from Bench, and uh, here we are. And yes. it says Lincoln Locker, and I was like, "Well, it's Lincoln Lager." But the first <laughs> thing I said, I pulled out the fridge and like Lincoln Locker. That is <laughs> <laughs> this is this a Jeep podcast. This, this yeah. is a Jeep podcast. This definitely has to. Uh, yeah. This is the beer for the night. So excellent. Anyway, yeah. All so right. Thanks for, thanks for watching, listening, whatever. Until next time.
before you guys go, as I always sign up, I want to make sure that uh, we let you guys know that we are on Instagram at WSOTR Jeeps, uh, Facebook, we have our email and our website all under WSOTR Jeeps. Um, give us a like, give us a follow. Um, we're always posting Jeep pictures, videos of all the cool experiences that we have. All right, till next time.